Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. today welcome to the west and walker show we're going to try to help the queen city recover for a sports city right now that is in ruins with everything that is going on but welcome back to the west and walker show sports radio 92.7 wfnz keep the text coming on the charlotte men's health text line 704-570-9016 you guys have been keeping them coming fast and furious today and i'm not talking about vin diesel and jason momoa mm-hmm. okay all right but well, without, how, many, how many has he been in momoa's been in him just one okay i didn't know it's just the last one i don't know much about yeah, fast he's and the furious. same guy in every movie okay so it doesn't matter you know what the role is Mine's Aquaman, fair. fast and furious same guy but without further ado lots of college football to talk about so let's go to the campus Kona. All right, starting things off, ACC football, man. Listen, had a chance to have a top 10 matchup, the first one that I can remember in the ACC football championship game. You had it all laid out. But then Jordan Travis goes down a week ago, and then the Louisville Cardinals drop the bag to rival Kentucky. I know that SEC fans were just overjoyed with this. The fact that one of their mediocre teams in the league was able to take out the second best team in the ACC in Louisville. And that wasn't it. Okay. You talk about Carolina once again. They faltered to NC State. Even though NC State is hot as fish grease right now. So they are uh, playing very, very well. But just the fact of Florida State also coming out and getting out of Gainesville by the hairs on their chinny-chin-chin. It just didn't look good. And for their college football playoff chances, we're going to see what that game Saturday does to that because you only beat Florida by nine. The offense did not look great. Tate Rotomaker, 134 yards passing. Rotomaker, Rotomaker, Studebaker, whatever way you want to call it. Florida State did not look fantastic, and I think that their college football playoff chances are – they're definitely in question right now. So do you think that this was one of the worst weekends for ACC football ever? Well, I, I guess I don't have enough research done to compare it with other years and other weekends that have happened in other years. But I'll tell you, it it could have been worse with Florida State losing outright to Florida, but couldn't have gone much worse. That was the only way. Now Florida State, having not shown a ton against a Florida team, by the way, that is five and seven officially at the end of the season. So even with you not looking all that great, it's not like that performance came against a team that was playing so well that they're going to be going to a bowl game. So you beat Florida, you only beat them 24 to 15, and you score 10 points in the fourth quarter to do it. Louisville going down the way that they did, that was really disappointing because now even with that win over Louisville that Florida State could boast, that's not going to have as much meaning with them having lost a game that they did to Kentucky in rivalry weekend. So it's not great. The only thing is, you know, North Carolina and NC State 
if you wanted to point to that game as, I don't know, I, I don't know what kind of leveler that was, right? I think most people, if you were to say what would be the best for the conference and who wins to just bring more prowess, you're always going to focus on the quarterback. And so Drake May would be that guy. Correct. But NC State, their defense has been so good. Dave Dorn continues to show you. And they finally gotten some offense. Yeah, Brennan but. Armstrong comes in and does so. Uh, yeah, well, Carolina's defense was so bad. Casey Concepcion. Now, this wasn't his coming out party, Wes. Like, people know about him. But, my God, was he phenomenal in that game. Big time. God, he was so good. It didn't matter where you lined him up. He was fantastic. And Brennan Armstrong delivered some big-time throws. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a bad weekend for the ACC. The only one, maybe not the only one, but NC State, I'd say they, they thought it was a pretty good weekend, though. I they will definitely say that. did. And I also got to give shout-outs to Georgia Tech, man. Georgia Tech gave Georgia all they could handle. Uh, they only lose by eight points. So we'll take a moral victory there. Georgia Tech was certainly feisty. And they definitely battled with the Bulldogs in a rivalry game as well. And so, uh, Joshua, I'll ask you to grab the microphone, but it's not time to speak yet, as uh, this topic will certainly be of interest to you. But as we just talked about, NC State took out the North Carolina Tar Heels in a game that wasn't close from the beginning. But for the second consecutive season, Drake May down the stretch has been uh, underwhelming, to say the least. When you look at three touchdowns, three interceptions, 44% completions against the Clemson Tigers, 57.9% against North Carolina State. And this was a game that Carolina's offense, uh, as great as they've been all season, as prolific as they've been all season, wasn't really a factor. They had a couple of times where you felt like maybe they could make this a game. And don't let me leave out the fact he had 106 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. But it felt like empty calories the way this game went because State jumped out to such an early lead and they kept applying the pressure. But what do we feel like right now But with Drake May for the second consecutive year coming off of a Clemson game where he had his lowest completion percentage, lowest quarterback rating of his career, and then following it up with what I deem another dud against NC State? Yeah, he wasn't good. I, I thought that first quarter was as bad a Carolina product as I've seen, even with some of the worst teams. Like, Fiddy, we'll go to you. I, I know, like, I hate it because I, I wanted to talk some Thanksgiving <laughs> trip with you. I wanted to talk first playing experience. I wanted to talk other things. I hate for the first real mic time you're going to get to be discussing a 39-20 beatdown of the heels. But I also have to go to somebody that lives this, and I can't point to a worse quarter of Carolina football than what I saw in the first against NC State. Is that a fair assessment from you? Like, have you ever seen that bad of a quarter from Carolina football before? Yeah, the last two years of the Larry Fedora era were, were, were pretty bad. Um, yeah, Saturday was rough. When I look at my quarterback, a guy that I have a, a lot of uh, love and respect for, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen wear the baby blue. Um, he looked scared on Saturday night. He looked rattled. Um, and I haven't said that very often about Drake. I didn't think he looked as rattled the week before at Clemson in a tougher environment against a better defense. He got let down by a bad offensive line and, and, and untimely drops by the wide receivers. I thought I thought Peyton Wilson got in his head and he was he was never able to recover. And as disappointing as it was seeing the offensive line struggle and they couldn't run the ball, Seeing him struggle the way that he did was was pretty bad because we saw at other times in his career him overcome those things and lead Carolina. 
This guy's going to finish his career 0-2 against his biggest rival. Yeah, it's it's an awful way to go out. I, I'll say this. I think he figured some stuff out, but, like, you're more – When the West game was is, over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was – like, I, I know Josh Graham put it out there. The only reason you are not saying the game is completely over that I think objective observers would say, okay, there is a shot. It's because Drake May has been so special throughout his college career – but that ended quickly once we got to the fourth quarter, of sure, and, and even into the second half. I thought this was an awful Tez Walker game. I thought the interception that was thrown on the slant route, I thought Tez absolutely quit on that throw. I thought he got ate up by what was a great NC State defense. All the credit in the world to what those guys are doing. Tony Gibson, Peyton Wilson, uh, everybody over there. But I just thought there were so many guys that didn't step up. Drake was awful in the first, wasn't great in the second. Even in the second quarter, they had like four offensive plays where they were able to score a touchdown. That was a crazy drive where you're throwing downfield and it happened so quickly. Even then, the defense can't stop anybody. Like Concepcion was special in this one, and Brendan Armstrong played better overall than what Drake May did. You just had so many. Whoever your opposition was, Wes, at the same position, they played better than you. Every single op, every single player across from you. And Carolina's not going to be able to overcome that. Yeah, this was the first time that the Tar Heels were held to under 100 yards of total offense in the first quarter this season. Also, they scored a total of 14 points in the first half of the last two games, marking the lowest total for first-half points in a two-game stretch since they scored six against Virginia Tech and Miami in 2017. And you talked about... Uh, Pate Wilson, a guy that's certainly going to be in the hunt for the Buckets Award. And in my opinion, he has a very strong case at his 23rd double-digit tackle game. He had 15 for the game, also had an interception and a fumble recovery. And so now the big news of this week is going to be when we take a look at the college football playoff poll. Lots of games to be played as it is championship week, one of my favorite weeks of the year. But Florida State in the last poll was fifth. And so when we saw the action this weekend, Washington getting a big win over Oregon State, we know that Ohio State will more than likely be knocked out of at least the top four, opening up a spot for Florida State. But will Oregon or Texas surpass the Seminoles? And the more important question, just coming from your own personal eyes watching this team, is this a team that you want to see and feel like deserves to be in the college football playoff? You mean Florida State? Florida State, yes. You're asking me if I want to see them. When Jordan Travis was QB, <laughs> I wanted to see an ACC representative in the top four and thought Florida State had earned that. If they still choose to go with Florida State, okay. But I can't tell you that Florida State without Jordan Travis is a top four team. I'm going to be more scared of, what, a handful more of teams. I just, Washington, even with them slipping against Washington State, and to be fair, Michael Penix did not look good down the stretch. He did not. He, he got by on a couple of throws, but they found a way, and if you just go by the resume and you go by strength of schedule, I, I know that they didn't look great in some of these games, but, man, they're undefeated. What do you want me to do with a strength of schedule as tough as what they battled this year and a goose egg in the loss column, right? As long as they continue to do this before you actually hit the playoff, Washington's got to be in. And if that's the case, Wes, then I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a comparison between Washington and Florida State right now, especially now that Louisville lost. And so even with some teams behind them, Oregon looked great this weekend. Oregon looked very good against Oregon State. You're talking about Alabama, Texas. Like there's a few teams that I'd be more scared of than Florida State at this point. Well, to me, I think if Florida State is able to finish this thing off against Louisville, 
I think an undefeated Power 5 conference champion, it's going to be very hard for them to leave them out. But personally, do I think that they should leave them out, especially if you get an Oregon victory in the Pac-12 championship and an Alabama victory? I know I said last week I didn't want to see Georgia and Alabama both in the playoffs again. But I think in that scenario, if you get an Oregon victory and an Alabama victory, I personally don't want to see Florida State in this game. I think Tate Rodemaker is just he's a pedestrian quarterback we saw against Florida and I've seen him before this as well he's he had to come in and relieve uh Jordan Travis against Louisville last season so I've seen him a few times I haven't seen the type of talent there to make me think that they won't get absolutely Hulk smashed if they get into the college football playoffs especially you know they'd get that fourth seed and more than likely have to face the Georgia Bulldogs that would not even be a watchable game I would be uh watching something else uh, hmm. by the end of the first quarter of that football game. Fiddy, what say you? What do you think about uh, this topic? Do you think the Noles will get in the college football playoffs if they win, and then do you want to see them? No, because I want to see the four best teams compete for a national championship, and I don't think they're better than Georgia. I don't think they're better than Michigan, Oregon, Washington. I don't think they're better than Texas. So, no, it's a fun year, and it's great that Florida State – nationally back in the picture, but they're not a playoff team. Yeah, and my bad. Oregon State lost to Oregon, of course, in the Civil War, so I had that one uh, incorrect. But Washington, uh, they still got a big win, and that Pac-12 championship game is going to be fantastic nonetheless. But, man, that was a great weekend of college football. We're going to see when the college football playoff rankings are released, how they're going to see this thing, and then championship weekend is going to finish it all off and what should be another great weekend of college football. 